Welcome to Missing Artwork, a show that lets artists behind your favorite album art tell their story and experience in making the iconic image of the music you love. I'm your host, Michael Paul Escanuelos, and today we're talking to Dewey Saunders, the designer behind the album art for Malibu by Anderson Pack. Dewey Saunders is a Philly-based graphic designer and illustrator with a style that leans towards collage work using vintage print materials. Similar to the layouts you would find in old skater magazines, his work conjures memories of paper material layering not often seen in the digital age of design. For the last three years, Saunders has been working with hip-hop and R&B artist Anderson Pack, creating album art and tour posters. He is also responsible for the artwork of Pack's most recent album, Malibu. Pack's sound is a unique mixture of hip-hop beats and smooth vocals, with a delivery reminiscent of 1960s funk. His voice was most recently used in Dr. Dre's latest album, Compton. The artwork for Malibu depicts a vibrant sunset on a beach where Pack eclectically dressed with a suit and top hat, is playing piano while a mix of juxtaposing elements fill the sand, sea, and darkening sky. The artwork is a beautiful mixture of chaos with a hue of vintage textures and colors. In this episode, Saunders breaks down how the elements of this artwork came together and how the involvement of Pack and creative director Corey Gomberg influenced his work and his Thanksgiving. Hey, what's up guys? My name is Dewey Saunders and I'm a graphic designer and visual artist based in Philadelphia. I'm originally from Florida and I do mostly all of Anderson Pack's artwork and basically I'm an album art specialist. The initial inspiration was actually from a 10cc cover and it's funny because I had like just discovered that band and started getting into them because they're almost like you know, everybody's in, t- in the Tame Impala now, but 10cc is kind of almost the original of that sound in a way. But So th- there was this cover of a, of a sea diver, and he was coming out of the water on a dock holding a girl. And we were really like inspired by that image, and we kind of used that as a jumping off point. And like, you know, as the project went on, it totally like became something else. But a lot of the initial ideas came from Corey and we would brainstorm and Corey is like really well versed in a lot of record art and just you know music in general so he set up a whole photo shoot out in LA with Anderson and all the models and then basically sent me all the images to collage around and you know behind and in front of so we were able to just you know, create this landscape for Anderson, basically. And this whole narrative based on, you know, Malibu and being by the ocean. And, you know, and it really all started with the singles because before the Malibu cover was even, you know, was even going, we did the singles for Am I Wrong with Schoolboy Q. We did Room in Here with The Game. And we also did the the first single artwork was for the season uh, slash Carry Me. It's like a two-part song. But yeah, like the Malibu project was, you know, the culmination of a couple years of work and starting off with the singles and creating this aesthetic with Corey, basically. Layers play an important role in Saunders' work. With Malibu, every little detail is a story element to the narrative Pack and his team wanted. I have a huge collection of vintage magazines 
such as National Geographic and like Esquire and stuff like that, but also vintage Playboys and all kinds of stuff, really, like old books and publications, just hard to find and rare stuff. The sky and the cover is actually pulled from a vintage postcard. Um, it's like, you know, just your, <laughs> your beautiful, your beautiful uh, sunset over the ocean. And then, obviously, the sun was not that big, so we, we made it pretty surreal. And that's what I really like about the cover, is because it almost has, like, a, a realism to it, but it's, like, a magical realism, because the scenario is super bizarre and supernatural. You know, there's no real way I can describe the process. Um, there's, like, certain moments that happen when everything starts clicking, and... You know, Corey, Corey is, he's very verbose and, you know, he's, he likes to talk it out, but then, you know, I'll get off and off the line and, you know, I'll do my thing for a couple hours and just kind of get into the zone. The car obviously didn't like fit, but it did fit to me. And, you know, his, his idea was to get buttons in there that surfer, um, the black dude in the right corner, he's like ripping the wave. And we had buttons in Venice, too, so that was, like, one thing that continued on, which is really cool. The boat and the whale, like, everything was added in there to add a perspective, really. And the, I think the buoys on the left were one of the things that really created the perspective because you can, it just kind of goes back into infinity at that point. Scattered throughout the artwork are objects, small and large, all holding a significance to a larger vision. From the small shells buried within the sand to the large upright piano that Pax sits at, deep in focus on the music he's playing. Creating this artwork digitally allowed me to really create a sense of layering that it's hard to do handmade. Um, but I, I do like to work handmade, but this, this project didn't allow that. And I think that's a good thing. Um, just even a little splashing, like right over his leg, like that's something that... It just creates this motion, which I think, you know, all in all, it just adds to the moment because you have the infinite perspective and the, the sense of space is pretty vast because all the detail is really happening on the bottom half of the cover. And then it's just the type and the sun on the top half. So, you know, I think there's like a really, it's like an epic sense of space and proportion and then the waves crashing all around him. There's, you know, probably like 10 different pieces of waves. And like the Photoshop file was, was just a nightmare because it was like two, 200 different layers and, you know, all the layering of the paper and all that. I, I was saying that it reminds me of an oil painting in a way. Um, just the kind of tones and it's almost like this Baroque or like Renaissance painting. Um, the way there's like stains and just the color palette in general. So that's another thing that kind of adds to the timelessness. And that was our main goal for the album artwork because we were approaching it as if it was, you know, like a 70s double LP, you know, like almost like a new version of like the hip hop R&B, like Sgt. Pepper, like something like that. Like, you know, we wanted it to be, we wanted to add an element of discovery. So when you did get the record, like, the listener and the viewer would be able to, like, pick out elements that you can't really see on Instagram, you know. At the top of the piece, 
The word Malibu shines with thick sea green lettering, sliced in a way that creates an illusion that the letters were forged together with paper. Just below reads Anderson.pack in a thin sans serif font. So the font was actually more of Corey's doing. He was handling a lot of the type and he kind of like came up with a simple typography scheme for the singles. And, you know, I, he had, he has a good eye for that. And he, yeah, he came up with the font choices. We had a couple of different options and it was, you know, it was a decision between Anderson and me and everybody, but yeah, Corey designed the uh, typeface. I think it's perfect, and you know, I I was able to bring it into the, you know, to the cover and put my like layering and kind of like old paper effect over it, which just kind of really sucks it in and makes it cohesive and part of the piece. It almost like coagulates all together and you know looks like one piece. So the color palette is definitely like a sepia inspired. Um, the sunset definitely set it off, and then the ocean, the oceans that I found, um, kind of went with that in almost like a high contrast kind of way, like the red and the blue. I typically really wouldn't normally do in my own work, but it just happened to work really well. And then changing Anderson to black and white and keeping that sepia as well, it just. It almost created this, um, not gothic, but it has like, has like a very moody vibe to it. Hard to put a name on what the genre, but I think it's kind of like a magical realism and my style is very surreal as well, but kind of in a, like a, kind of like a quieter, I would say like Rene Magritte kind of way where it's like. You know, it looks kind of ordinary, but when you take a look closer, it's very, very bizarre. <laughs> you know, he's he's playing piano, he's so into it, and the, the tide is just rising, and there's just chaos around him, and he's just playing this beautiful music with a top hat <laughs> and a peacock feather in it. I mean, yeah, it's hard to put into words. I think you just kind of have to put the record on and and listen to it. You know, it just made sense. Anderson's music is almost like a genre, a collage of genres in a way too. And he's there's just like a lot going on, but even though there's so much going on, I think there's like a nice, there's like an interesting moment of quiet, like this surrealistic uh, moment happening in the cover. Much like any great piece, Malibu was not without its last-minute revisions. You know, we we were under pressure to get this cover done, and the image actually changed of he wasn't really always playing the piano in the cover we had him similar to the 10cc cover where he was holding the girl and one night the cover was due on thanksgiving so we were like after after thanksgiving dinner it's almost like three in the morning uh eastern standard time and i'm like super beat you know what i mean after all that turkey <laughs> but we we had the cover almost done and it was coming together but Anderson was in Canada, I believe, on tour, and he, you know, he made the last minute decision to change the photo, and I totally agree with him now, but, you know, at the time, it was a little tough, because it was so late, and I was like, I just wanted to get it done, but it really came together perfectly, because we, that was the only photo that we had that would work, and it, it worked so well, too, it just kind of, like, snapped in there, and we were like, yeah, this is really good, so... 
you know, a couple of changes after that to get it to fit, and it was kind of a wrap, and we got it, uh, we got it out on time. You know, it went through at least like 30 iterations that looked very similar, but little elements were moved around. We just, you know, it had to be perfect, and like you were saying, the balance is one thing. Um, and the contrast of the elements, I think, worked really well, too, because there's a couple of big pieces and a lot of the small pieces help the movement visually kind of circle around and kind of keeps you looking. You know, there's something that happens when you're collaborating that you can't really achieve solo. So it's just, it's nice to be able to work with like really talented people. For a project like Malibu, it's hard to believe that all the pieces came together so well. Anderson takes the artwork very seriously, which I totally respect. And it's just an honor to be able to like you know, match the music, which I like so much visually. And for him to, you know, allow us to do our thing and really kind of go in on it. And afterward, afterwards, we were texting back and forth with Anderson and everybody was just like super happy with it and it felt so right. So, yeah, there was like a kind of like that moment uh, on Thanksgiving night where we switched the picture and it just became like kind of epic. So... That's the story. <laughs> but with the right team of talented artists, the possibilities are as endless as the amount of layers found in Saunders' raw Malibu Photoshop files. You know, I knew this was going to be a big album, but I, I, and I, I knew that Anderson was blowing up, but at this point, it's just really great to see the level. And, you know, he's blowing up fast, but he, he deserves it because the music is so good and he's like a really great guy and like a true musician. His dr drumming is sick and just one of the best vo vocalists in the game, so I might be a little bit biased, but you know, there, there's a lot of garbage out there and he takes the art seriously and I respect that. So it's really cool. Missing Artwork is a collaboration of Chris Lantinen and myself, Michael Paul Escanuelas. We are part of the Modern Vinyl family of podcasts, which represents other great shows like Misaligned and Vinyl Crawl. Check out modern-vinyl.com to see the latest vinyl news, features, and to find out more information about our podcast family. Thank you to Mark Redito for our theme music, and of course, thank you to Dewey Saunders for being our first candidate for this show. We are still in our podcast infancy, so please go rate and subscribe to our show on iTunes and share us with your friends. We're always on the hunt for new listeners. Thank you for listening. Bye.